Hi, high fivers. I'm Stephanie, ambassador of fun, and welcome to High Five to That, a podcast all about celebrating fun stories, adventures, or just anything that'll have you saying high five to that. So, welcome back to part two. And again, we have guest Lito. It's been about two years since we last had you on.、Um, but I wanted to have you back on to talk about what you're doing now. So, oh, welcome back. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. It's Been a long time, two years. That's wow. Yeah, at least two years, somewhere around there. Yeah,、uh, but now you're in sales.、Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about how did how did you get into sales?、Mm. Well, it was one of those things where、um, I kind of was making music, but it had like a. How do you say almost like a bland feeling? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was kind of deciding like, all right, well, what's next for me? And I I want to do something that I would like to learn from and、uh, almost like an essential skill. So, and I also wanted to make money because、uh, who doesn't like money, right? <laughs> um. So I was like, all right. I was one day, I, I guess on my phone, and it was like, oh, you should. Have you like it was like a video about sales?、Mm -hmm. I was like, God, that sounds so interesting. And I was like, All right, well, I want to get involved in sales. It was almost like in it. I don't know. I just got inspired one day, and I was like, I want to get into sales. Let's see what happens. What I think is cool about what you just said was that a lot of people are getting inspired by watching videos. And what's、mm -hmm. cool is that on YouTube, you can learn about anything. So that's kind of cool that you saw a video and you're like, Let me go do that. Like it sparked something inside. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was almost like a new environment, like a whole new、um, challenge.、Mm -hmm. And I'm the type of person I feel like you have to challenge yourself in order to grow. So it was a big step for me because I was usually working at jobs where like it was not really dealing with、um, any sales experience. So I、mm -hmm. was like, all right, I'm up for the challenge. So when I started, I was really nervous. Like the first couple months, it was terrifying because I didn't really know how to engage with people and just start selling.、Mm -hmm. And then over time, I kind of found out that I'm. I've always liked talking to people, and I've noticed that I like being outgoing. So I use that to my advantage、mm -hmm. of being like open as a person and just being nice. And it and then somehow, my sales started to go up. And I've noticed that people don't buy the product; they buy from the person.、Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that within other like people I do sell with, because sometimes some people do sell and some people don't sell. And I've noticed it's the people who are very engaging and very friendly and more approaching.、Mm -hmm. Those are the people that tend to do better. So I've kind of picked up on that quick, and I just started to apply it to my own skill set, so to say. Yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting is like my person. I think most people are not good at sales.、Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I would say my personal experience was I used to work for a bank,、okay. and even though that's a bank, they had products that you had to push, and I、yeah. hated it.、Yeah. And like I would always be like, "Oh, would you like blah blah blah?" Because、like、I lo like loans and credit cards.、Right? Yeah, and it's like I don't even want to sell this person that thing.、Mm -hmm. And then、uh, the next point I wanted to get to was rejection in sales,、mm -hmm. because 
well, I didn't want to sell anybody anything, and then I had to, and then I would hear a no, and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry I asked you that thing. (laughs) (laughs) But you became very successful in a short amount of time with sales, Mm -hmm. and how did you handle rejection? Um, It's what I've noticed with sales is there's going to be a lot of yeses and there's going to be a lot of noes, so I kind of prepared myself so to say um for that word no because as soon as i hear that word i'm just like ah oh, there goes the sale right there but i've noticed that yeah i do get a little upset when i like have this whole pitch and i'm like talking to them i think i'm like yeah they're going for it but it's it's part of the game it's it's one of those things like rejection is just how you deal with it and you just gotta take it to the face and keep going because i've noticed like there's some people who in in my environment so to say when they get like a no it like messes with their mood and it's like you can't you can't let it do that because when it messes with your mood and another cell comes in you don't have your full like 100 percent of um attitude or so to say like i don't even know how i'm supposed like no i see what you're saying yeah yeah it's like um your whole mindset is that a deficit because Yeah. yeah you're talking to a new person but they they haven't heard you before either exactly so what were were there specific things you would do you would just talk yourself up or just be like oh let's move on when you first started was it harder and just got easier yeah when it when i first started and i thought i was like all right i think i got this person with a cell and and i get like a no i'm just like oh at first it was hard because it would kind of ruin like the first couple cells because it was like all right well is the next person gonna say no is the next person gonna say no mm-hmm. and then i had to snap out of that mentality and just take a different approach and all right if this person says no i'm gonna try my hardest for the next person to say yes and it was just uh um like uh it's almost like an exercise like you got to keep getting a lot of rejections and then you and then once you get a lot of rejections you know how to deal with them better basically mm-hmm. have you noticed that that skill set has carried over into other parts of your life yeah i think it has helped me a lot um i'm in a i didn't really like to be an out an outgoing person so to say and like out of work but now it's made me more of a person to be approachable and I'm, I'm willing to talk to new people and mm-hmm. before my whole mindset and my whole life the way I was raised was like if you don't know that person forget about that person mm-hmm. but now it's like I have more of an open mind and I like the person I'm becoming because of these new skills mm-hmm. and it's taught it's taught me to um, grow as a person and also find out who I am as well mm-hmm. and I do like the person I'm becoming but it it took a while to like learning and being in a new environments and taking new jobs and being in sales too so i feel like sales is one of those things where you have to grow like as a person and then Mm -hmm. like not within while you're selling but like it helps you grow as a person and you notice that and your selling gets better because you're noticing your flaws and you're noticing your strengths basically is there anything that you have decided to go for without fear of rejection? So like, again, like using the skill set that you learned from sales, but applying it to something else like, oh, I'm going to try this thing now, even uh, if I don't get it right the first time. I would say not really like 
um, take like the whole how do you say um taking all those skills and what I wanted to start doing because I also work in another industry so to say mm-hmm. and it involves me with um, networking and I oh, never okay. really knew how to network and that's helped me a lot meeting people and meeting um, people who are important and knowing how to talk to them and carry a conversation so that's one of the biggest things I think I've took with me because um, I've noticed people have not everybody has good social skills and you know mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't find that out until I got older and and it's a, a it's something you can use with anywhere you go in life if you know how to communicate correctly and knowing how to um, read people and all that. Tell me more about networking. Like what is what is the vibe of that and so mm-hmm. on? Like how do you make connections where it like leads to the outcome that you wanted? I'll use this one um, in uh, engagement, I guess you could say, for an example. So this this guy came in from a certain company, and um, I'm pretty familiar with the company, and I'm kind of in a stage where I'm just willing to meet everybody and anybody, mm-hmm. no matter who it is, and I know that will be in my advantage because um, I'm kind of new in this whole environment. So I want to take full advantage and I want them to know like they don't know me. So I'm going to make sure they know me as this type of person, basically. Mm -hmm. So this uh, guy comes in and he's uh, basically a brand brand ambassador for a company. Mm -hmm. And I just say, hey, what's going on? You know, like, um, what's your name? Um, How long have you been working with them? You know, just bare basic questions, you know, basically feeling out a person. It's almost like I'm using sale tactics to feel out somebody Mm -hmm. while I'm networking. So I'm just trying to figure him out. What does he do? And it turns out he does like this service that I've been wanting to learn and Mm -hmm. that my brother wants to learn, too. And it all started just from him, him asking what kind of brands I like in the industry. And I told him. He said, wow, you got good taste. And I knew right there, like a little cue in my head said, all right, well, I'm winning him over just a little. So let's um, let's let's see what I can get out of him. So we just start talking and he starts telling me like, oh, I also do this for work. And I'm just like, oh, crap. Like I've been wanting to learn about that. Mm-hmm. And it all started just from having a simple conversation of like who he is, what his name is. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what does he do for work? What's he been in? What's he been up to? What's he done with his life? And I, I found out, I don't know. It's one of those things where like, I've always been able to talk to somebody I don't know, but I kind of stopped when I was going through like this phase and being depressed and all that. So like now that I'm, I guess you could say like, uh, somewhat, um, older, Mm-hmm. and a little more grown and i knew how to deal with past experiences and and it took it took almost like a while of like all right i had to get past this step now we're getting into this step and then the next step mm-hmm. so ne- networking was something i was very terrified of because i was like oh this is i don't even know how to talk to a person or i don't even know what to say right mm-hmm. but i think it's just more so just trying to get to know the person first and mm-hmm. knowing what your intentions are with the friendship or the relationship you're trying to build with that person really okay it, it almost sounds like you found like a mentor something like that yeah yeah 
Well, that's cool that you found someone that's doing something you want to be in and was open to talking to you about it. About it. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, sorry, to jump from no, you're topic. Okay. So I know as a salesperson, you have goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like monthly goals and so on. How do you handle the pressure of trying to meet those goals? I mean, you're obviously meeting them because you're like the top, one of the top salespeople, mm-hmm. but it, it changes monthly. But yeah, it was for a second. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like how did you, how do you handle the pressure of trying to hit the goal? Um, I think I was, one thing I was taught when I was selling is taking advantage of any opportunity. Like. Mm-hmm. If, it, if they're coming for this, try to get this out of them. Or if they're coming for that, try to get this out of them or that out of them. And at, at first, I'm not going to lie, the pressure was a little overwhelming. But I I kind of just learned to like, okay, well, I can only do what, what's presented to me. And I can only do what whoever's presented to me or who comes in through that door and whatever I'm trying to get out of them or whatever sound I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. So... I just try to make the most out of every opportunity. If I don't get nothing, then that's that's fine. But I'm always just keep trying with the next opportunity. It's almost like a don't put your head down, just keep your head up, no matter what type of mentality. Yeah, I guess it sounds say. like a growth mindset, mm-hmm. which is a a thing that um, a concept that's been more widely spoken of lately. Yeah. But yeah, I've been noticing that it seems like the people who would do really well do have that mindset where it's like, okay, well that just happened. Let's move on, learn and move on. Exactly. And do you set goals for yourself for sales? I mean, I know they have some that they mm-hmm. want you to meet, but do you have your own personal ones? Uh, yeah. Or just work goals in general. I mean, sorry. Yeah, I do. Um, I just, <laughs> so we're able, I guess to say kind of see our commission check early. Mm-hmm. so to speak and i notice when i hit a certain time frame within the month because it goes by month so every month you have to hit certain goals you have to do certain things and every opportunity counts because they can track how many um personal accounts you open mm-hmm. and they can tell if you've gotten anything out of it so they go really in depth like really in depth with all the tracking all that mm-hmm. so um um, my personal goal is I just try to keep track of where I'm at right in the middle of the month to see if I'm doing well that month or if I'm doing a little, if I could, if I need to, uh, pick it up a notch for the last two weeks. That's how I usually, I work on a monthly basis when it comes to sales because mm-hmm. that's how it's done basically. Yeah. yeah. When you've got your first paycheck, when you made a, your first like, like commission check. Yes. Cause that's what, yeah, that's the big check. Yeah. Quote what did you, what did you do? Like, what'd you go spend it on? Or did you save it? I know you're into investing too. I so. think I think I spent most of it though because it was like yeah, I the was first just, one. Yeah, it was it was I didn't I spent like maybe two thirds of it because I had to pay bills and I had to pay things and I had to. No, but something fun. Things. Did you buy something fun though? I think about new shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about new shoes. That's what I I invested in some new shoes so I could look more presentable. Basically, I wanted mm-hmm. to look like. A person you can approach and a person that you would want to buy from. That's my whole like attire and vibe when you see me at like my um in my mode. Like approachable. My... Exactly. And friendly. Exactly. Um well, 
real quick about stock because I know you're into stock as well. Mm-hmm. Um, did you invest any of your money afterwards on anything? Was there an, or what are you investing in currently? What do you? Um, I'm usually so. What I start I, as soon as I because I was working one job until May and then mm-hmm. I picked up another job in May. Mm-hmm. So now I set up like this thing where it's taking money out every week, fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and then I have three stocks. It's uh, um, it's Vu, which is the Vanguard, mm-hmm. um, which is basically the S and P five hundred, but it's a little more secure. So mm-hmm. if anybody wanted to invest in that, it's very safe. Then there's Jeppy, which is uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, basically indestructible right now. Um, it's a high dividend yield, so it's also a monthly like payout. And then I have BlackRock, and BlackRock is like a little underground, not underground company. If you know about them, basically know they own. They basically own the entire world. They own oh every, wow! Yeah, they own every company. They have shares in almost everything you can think of, from Facebook to Johnson Johnson to cars to everything, everything, everything you can think of. Oh, those yeah. sound like three solid ones then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, just as a preface for everybody listening, we're not advisors. Yeah. But not if you had like, I don't know, a couple thousand right now, what mm-hmm. would be like a, a dream stock for you to purchase? Like something that you've been keeping an eye on? I think Jeppy. Because Je- Jeppy, um, we have my brother um, showed me like this dividend calculator app. And mm-hmm. then we would like see how much if you put this much in this stock at this price, how much would the monthly be? And it's just been Jeppy. And we've, I've keep, it's the highest, not the highest, but one of the highest dividend yields and it's secure. And there's a reason why it doesn't cost that much because if I've kind of noticed that um, stocks that are like tend to be more in price are sometimes ris- riskier when it's a dividend yield because they can fluctuate a little more. Mm-hmm. But um, the stock's only been open since 2020, and it's only grown about like fifty dollars. So that mm-hmm. uh, that says a lot within itself. That's saying it's it's very secure and a and a stable stock. And then right now, it's like in a three to four dollar range within the last year. So it's, wait, so this just started in 2020? The JP Morgan Chase one? Yeah, it's it's a it's like a it's a newer stock. Basically, someone created like a like a savings. For, for like a stock of of Chase of mm-hmm. J.P. Morgan, and that's the stock. It's very like found. How do you, that's not even a word, but I want oh, to say. Oh, so it's found. like a like a high yielding dividend saving. Oh, it's okay. Dividend, yeah, so it's like a high dividend yield, but it's it hasn't been like to the public for that long. So that's why people. That's so interesting because all this because yeah. t- like I've heard of J.P. Morgan. You know, mm-hmm. I just. Um, I guess I never thought of them just barely starting out with something like this. this was, they have like different late stocks, in the game. You know what I mean? They have different yeah. Stocks. No, but like this particular one. Exactly. That's just interesting. It's just interesting. <laughs> Moving forward, are there any goals that you have for yourself? Like, what kind of things you would like to see yourself doing in like two years, for example? Because you did a lot in just a short amount of time. So, I think I would like to travel more. Oh, okay. Where do you want to go? Uh, I want to go back to Miami. Mm-hmm. Maybe go back, uh, go visit LA again. Um, go to Texas. I've been thinking about maybe going out the country, but it's a little safe on now. Like it's a little weird going on in the world. It depends where you go, right? Um, yeah. Well, if every if travel conditions were safe, oh, okay. If travel, where would you go? 
if travel conditions were all good, I would like to go to somewhere in Europe for sure. Mm. Um, and then I would like to go to, uh, for some reason, Dubai. Dubai sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. But it's expensive, but eventually, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming back on. Uh, we're getting towards the end, and this is when we do shout outs. Hmm. I'll go first. Um, okay. I want to shout out the Badge Quest. It's an RPG game that's being currently funded through Kickstarter. <laughs> and it's they described it as Girl Scouts meet Scooby-Doo. Oh. So I like any type of um, dungeon and dragon type of game that is different and unique. Mm-hmm. I'm not really so much into high fantasy. It's nice, but I'm not really into that. I'd rather have stuff like this where it's like a mystery and you got to solve it. And uh, yeah. it's done by, let's see, David Hamrick. Uh, it's only got 68 hours to go. So I'm not sure when this episode is going to be posted. It, it'll probably have already finished, uh, but it it's funded and I'm excited to play this game. But okay, go ahead. What, what's the game called? Oh, it's called Badge Quest. Okay. Uh, shout out Badge Quest. <laughs> yeah. They sound like a cool game, so shout out them. Yeah. Um, anyways, well, it was great having you back on. Appreciate it. Thanks and, for having uh, me. And hopefully we'll do this again, but not two years later, like sooner. Yeah, yeah a couple months. <laughs> if you have any suggestions of people, businesses, organizations that are doing high fiveable things, you could go ahead and send me a message on Instagram. Or you can send me a message also on our Gmail. We have one at high five to that pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome and safe holiday.